What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 46, today with my guest and friend of the show, Anthony of Soul Tribe. He came on again to kind of check in for a special release type episode. Uh, Normally I air these things on Mondays, but uh, Soul Tribe has a new EP dropping today, Friday the 29th. So you can definitely check that out. It's essentially different remixes of their song More Than a Lifetime. They've got like a Latin remix, a punky sort of rock type one, a lo-fi one. And they even tried out a spoken word remix of the song. So that'll be available on Spotify and everywhere else. Uh, Maybe one will even find its way onto your home playlist. You never know. But uh, the guys in the band, I'm sure would definitely appreciate it. Uh, as always, I hope everyone's doing all right out there, staying safe, staying sane, all that stuff. I've been pretty busy, but uh, I'm gonna try and get some, get another merch order going for the show. Maybe some t-shirts or some beer koozies, something like that. Um, so I'll post those whenever I get them. As always, if you're in a band and have new music coming out, feel free to hit me up. We might be able to do an episode. Got a bunch more bands lined up, and the numbers are headed in the right direction. So that's cool. Um, Thank you for listening, and above all, thanks for supporting local bands and local music. We all definitely appreciate it. But uh, yeah, without further ado, Anthony from Soul Tribe. How you doing? Ah, long time no see. I feel like it's only been, yeah, uh, man, it's been a little bit. couple months. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Things are changing. Yeah. I did see. I saw some of that Autic Empire interview, though, man. Dude, those guys, man. Those are the yeah. guys. Those are good. Those are good ones. Those are the good. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny too because they threw it up on the on live Instagram, and I actually still yeah. I still need to post it uh, for them. So I just about got okay. that one done editing. So it'll be uh, there for all eternity. There it uh, is, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, but it looks like you've been busy, for sure. Yeah, man, just dude, you know, it's kind of, I feel like I feel like for all the people who've been, like, um, like stuck at home or kind of quasi-stuck at home, that, like, people either got real busy, you know, or they, or they just mellowed out, and I just got... This is an ideal situation for like someone in my my personality type. Yeah, definitely. Know? I definitely, I definitely, uh, I've taken advantage of it myself. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit last time, but uh, basically, you got a whole new EP that's coming out, right? It's not actually out on Spotify yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start recording. It wasn't all completely set up for it. Can we start again? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I've been recording your end as well, so. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Your end will be higher quality, but regardless, it's still recording. Yeah, I just want to make sure you got you know some good, some good stuff. It's my levels are all. Yeah. Embarrassingly uh, rudimentary. All right, man. I'm in. I'm in. It's all good. I actually got some new audio software since the last time I saw you, so. Okay, cool. Should be yeah, uh, nice. Should be helping the quality of things out. Great, but, great. Um, yeah, podcast been doing pretty good. 
uh, people seem to keep coming on, and uh, like I said, obviously I've been reaching out to a couple different bands in your neck of the woods as well, including Audic Empire. So yeah, cool. yeah, man, I saw pieces of that man the 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 live stream that the guys threw up with you, you know. Yeah, yeah, man, I love them guys too, man. They got a real good energy. It's a good band, and it's a good crew yeah. of people too. So that all it's always nice. Yeah, I mean they seem genuine from. <laughs> Just, just watching them on Instagram, so I was like, "This is gonna be fun." Yeah, I might as well hit these. Yeah, dudes up yeah, man. I think chat with them. I think last time we were together, we talked about how we ran into them. We uh, ran into them. We did a show together in San Diego, and it's always like it's kind of like we 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 were both booked by the um, the headliner. It wasn't something that we had like planned as a crew, but when you're out of state on tour on the West Coast and you're running to guys like from your neck of the woods. It's like it's like walking down the street in New York and you see like a homeboy from like, yeah. you know, from your neighborhood or whatever. You're like, well, what are you doing here? You know, so, like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good guys. Yeah. And I'm also just trying to talk to anybody in reggae rock these days because I feel like that community in and you know, by itself is pretty cool. So, yeah, man, to- it's a good it's a good vibe. You know, I think I think one of the things I've been impressed most about the reggae rock community is like how they how they've like thrived in this, uh, you know, this downtime that we're having. Yeah. They, they found a way to really keep connecting with each other. And that's that's cool. man. I, said, I think that speaks miles about the, the the type of people that that are attracted to this music. Yeah, because it's funny, honestly, like, you know, my band is pretty punk rock, pretty straightforward stuff there. But like, I'm more of just a fan if anything of like the Maryland reggae rock bands and you guys and other yeah. bands. And what's interesting is I still feel far more like a fan or an audience member than anything. And, uh, it's cool just to see all the people who's, you know, if they like one band, you know, whether it's Ballyhoo around here or one, you know, bumping uglies or something like that. It seems like they know every other band, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Or, or, or like, you know, and sometimes they have like some really, some really good stories too about yeah. how, like, how they come to relate to each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like reggae, reggae music and it's, and it's like, at it's core, whether it's reggae rock or like roots reggae or, you know, there's like a, there's a, there's a genuine like desire for unity and togetherness and, yeah. and people sing about it and talk about it and they live about it. And yeah. I like that. You know, and, and you know, and I think I think like you you run into a lot of these like hardcore reggae fans and there's some of the most like warm, kind hearted, welcoming people, even even if they're kind of like, you know, like like a little rough around the edges, you know, yeah. they still they're still, you know, they're still good on the inside, you know. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean, they're just all around cool people. Uh, one. Yeah. One. One dude I always run into at the shows. He. He uh, gave me these Nepalese like prayer flags, like straight out of Nepal. Okay. And uh, nice. Uh, among other things, he likes to give out at reggae rock shows. He uh, he gave <laughs> he gave me some of those, and like he was like, yeah, it's a, it's a gift to receive them, and it's a gift to give them. And I was like, yeah, that's some real real Buddhist stuff right there. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. You just nice. you meet these random people at every show. I feel like and. Whether people know of Soul Tribe or they know of Audic Empire, chances are, I mean, they're going to know both. So, yeah, um, oh, for sure. It's kind of cool. Even though you guys are, you know, if you want to split them apart, subgenres or something like that. But, 
Yeah, yeah, um, we, and that's the thing. I, you know, I was going to talk about that too. Like, like Audic and them guys, like they come at it from like a di- like a different color spectrum yeah. than we do. You know, but we're still like speaking the same language. We just have like we just wear different clothes. You know, I don't know. What, I, I, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. You know, but yeah, but well, absolutely, like, it's still it's still the same vibe. You know. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of different spectrums and different clothes, like your new EP here. I mean, that's effectively ah. what this is all about, I would say, or what you're all about on that EP. Um, right. So, so I know it's not released yet, and I was going to ask you what, what day or what month it comes out. It comes out tomorrow, January 29th. So by the time this gets out to the people, like, you know, it's okay. going gonna, gonna to have been circulating. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll hop to it. I'll get this thing edited out and uh, out in the airwaves for you. But, uh, That'd be great. Yeah. Um, it definitely runs a spectrum of covering your own song, which is cool. Um, basically, you probably went for like five subgenres almost in the same. Yeah, with the well, same you know, song. and we, yeah, we try. We were thinking about doing some more. You know, it was just a matter of like, what, what, what can you really do, and how far can you really go? So, I mean, yeah. like, we definitely like, and we we have like like all all musicians. We listen to all kinds of music. We have so many different backgrounds. You know, I came up. Like, you know, I started on reggae when I was quite young, but even before reggae, I was like sweating it out in South Texas garages playing punk rock and metal, you know. And yeah. so like that's how like you hear like we do a punk rock version like a of, of, of the tune. And then, you know, and I was like a hip hop producer for years and DJ. And so we do like a lo fi kind of thing and, you know, touch on some different stuff, which. Like wasn't anything that we'd ever really set out to do as a band, but we kind of feel like you know five song, five EPs into it as a band, people know what what our our like yeah. legit sound is. So let's you know let's let's play around and do some do some fun stuff. Yeah, and I thought it was cool you even uh, dove into the spoken word a little bit. <laughs> yes, man. And, uh, and you know, <laughs> when I was mixing that, I was like laughing to myself because like I knew it was like. The most like nobody's gonna expect me. Even I talk about I'm I've been advertising a remix EP coming out or promoting it, and like I don't think anybody expects me to do like a poetry snap, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, black beret and turtleneck kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Hey, I mean, uh, one of my favorite artists these days is uh, she's British and she's basically entirely spoken word. It's uh, K Tempest. Really? Who's this artist? Let us know. Um, K K Tempest. She's um, okay. I think I found found her on like a Rick Rubin documentary, but oh cool, she's pretty wild. So uh, it's cool when people check of it out, step out of their comfort zone and and try stuff like that. You know, you never know who yeah. who it's gonna get to or who might find it interesting. You know, that's true. You know, and the funny funny story about that whole thing when I was like uh, 13, 14 years old. There was a, a a boom of a coffee house scene in the like area of San Antonio that I grew up in, which was yeah. like kind of a downtown kind of artsy kind of neighborhood. And I would legit like sneak out the window of my room and like walk down to these coffee houses <laughs> as a kid when I was supposed to be sleeping and meet up with my my friends and we thought we was all like like beat poets and we would like hang out and be cool and then they would have like spoken word jams or like what's that a, a poetry slams 
Yeah. And so, like, we would jump in on that thing. I hadn't done th- nothing like that in the longest time, but it was like, you know, there's a little there's a little bit of a foundation in that, you know, personal experience. Yeah, I think it definitely earns you some hipster street cred, you know? People. <laughs> yes, all right. So, man, I'm put, it's always I'm, good. I'm, I'm going to put a bar on my sleeve, you know what I mean? Yeah. One more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, overall, I mean, it's a cool song. I could ask you about that as well, too, because, I mean, the subject matter is yeah. it's kind of straightforward, but it's also, I don't know, there might be more to the yeah, story. Yeah, man, well, you know, you know um, it's written about, like, uh, like a, actually, honestly, it's been about more than one personal experience, but, like, more focused in on a, a more recent one. So, like, the uh, the faces and names have been changed to protect yeah. the, you know. But, like, we're going to, like, nonetheless, um, I think every, I think most people who have been in and out of relationships in their, in their lifetime has come across, like, like uh that's kind of it's too much of a buzzword to say a toxic relationship because people are using that term a lot lately yeah i believe you, know? you used hazmat suit right so. <laughs> you caught that right yeah. i thought that was really clever i mean you know like as a lyricist you know there's those moments where like a couple words come yeah. together and you're like wow man i really did that and yeah that's like yeah the, the song intros you know to get close to our love i need a hazmat suit you know yeah. and i think that kind of that sets the tone of what the whole thing's about, you know. And to be fair, like, you can't get in and out of a relationship like that. Okay, first off, to be fair, the relationship that I'm mostly talking about is with someone whom I've loved more deeply than I thought humanly possible. So this isn't, like, an indictment on the relationship yeah. whatsoever. And, and, still, and still holding, like, the most, most amazing regard. You know, yeah. we don't communicate and, you know, the whole thing fell apart and that's what it's about. But at, at the same time, like you, you know, if you're a responsible human being, you don't get in and out of something that 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 fell apart tragically and not own some personal responsibility for it. So, yeah. you know, but that's not what the song's about. It's not it's not about me taking personal responsibility for the situation. Yeah, it's about it's about, you know, it's about getting that thing off my chest for, the you know, like you, you know, you hope, you know, you put all your love and, and hope into something. And then, you know, sometimes you feel like like you was the guy in high school that had like like a, like like a, were assigned a lab partner in science class. And she was like the hottest chick. And you were really yeah. excited that she was assigned to it. But she was like like mad crazy never showing up and like you know and she maybe she was like had her own thing she was off doing and then when you guys got like a c minus on it she blamed you for it you know what i mean and you're like man yeah. you was the <laughs> trade wreck the whole time and you know and so i mean i guess that's the best way i can compare it to what i'm trying to express that yeah. you know and you also made it clear the song's not about you in the lyric, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right there at the end, the tagline at the end. Whoever wants to, yeah, whoever wa- wants to claim it's about them, I mean, you told them. So it's true though. You. Yeah, well, you know, and and and, and I, I think I think like, and that's kind of like, if I don't infringe on copyrights, that's kind of a nod to the whole Carly Simon, yeah, you're so vain song, right? Probably think the song is about you. Yeah. You're so vain. <laughs> 
you know? So like, you know, but it's true, like in the essence of this song, because to be like real honest, I started writing this song before I ever met that person, but she helped me finish it. Yeah, so. put, put the cherry on top, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So there you That's go. cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Are you releasing all five songs as one drop or are you doing uh, kind of one by one? since there it's all coming out as one drop okay. like the original yeah. the original ep i'm sorry the original single that we um that we did the remixes on came out on 2020 so that one's already out more than a lifetime the first one you hear on yeah. there so to really and, and to really highlight that song because i really love the original version it's it's right in our style it's something mm-hmm. that's very personal to me and it was produced by peter rafelson who's like you know, a Grammy nominated producers worked with like Madonna and Justin Timberlake and Fleetwood Mac and Elton John. And, you know, it was like one of these guys. Right. So like, yeah. And then, and then, and then it was, it was like tracked and mixed in Lion City recording studios of Ventura. So we were using like a lot of like talented people that we'd met along the way to help pull this thing together. So like, not only does it, is it like a personal song, but it's also like, wow, these people who's, who who I admire put their energy into it. So we wanted to really give it, it's like it's day in court, you know, twice. So we've um, built a music video around it. Yeah. You I, know, and I was going to also, what? I also figured you probably had a shout out for the actress in it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ayla is like, did an amazing job yeah. in this. And um, she's like, you know, I found her through, you know, like searching the web for uh, uh, models in San Antonio in the surrounding area where we were going to be shooting. Yeah. And man, she like, and she has like IMDb credits and has done like sitcoms and serious acting stuff too and whatnot. Yeah. But like, she's like, uh, uh, she brought this whole personality to the thing. Yeah. Goes way beyond what I was even hoping for, you know. And like the funny thing is, if you watch the video, there's like uh, the house that we're in. There's a bunch of photographs that are all around the house of us as a couple, yeah. right? And so we obviously we had to shoot that ahead of time, yeah. you know. And like um, I'd never met Ayla before. We'd spoken on the phone a couple times, you know. Yeah. She's very tomboyish, like yeah. Big time, you know, and like, and that's part of her pride. It's part of her identity and it's cool and it fits her personality. Um, and so like she rolls up, we're going to, we're going to meet up and we're going to be a couple and do a photo shoot before the video. It's the first time we're going to meet and she rolls up and like this big old truck yeah. and she's like, Hey bro, how you doing? Let's cuddle. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like I had to like act with this stranger that she was like my girlfriend and we had this like, you know personal connection and she in no way talks like that ayla i'm so sorry you have a very beautiful voice and you have <laughs> it's not you it's just that's my but like nonetheless like she was such a like pro about it because you know i mean i'm not an actor so that was kind of you know it was it was a funny kind of awkward moment i mean she's obvious she's incredibly beautiful so i don't think like yeah but she, any guy is gonna be the, yeah be upset that yeah. i have to hold this beautiful woman and you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a chore but you know, it's definitely like you know an interesting experience. Um, yeah, and I mean, the video she brings her own personality and own like attitude to it. You know, so yeah, she cool really does. No, across. there's this one scene. 
where I'm on the couch and she's like coming at me from like three or four different angles, right? And we did this like freeze frame where I'm frozen and then we shoot her in like four different spots. Yeah. And the first the first time she comes out, she's literally psyching herself up in the bedroom. I'm supposed to hold still. And she comes out like 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 a um like a guest on the Jerry Springer show. Just like you, blah, blah, blah. and I just like bust out laughing because there's like way too much energy going on in the room. And I mean, it's literally like, let's bring her out, you know. And then she's coming out to like fight on Jerry Springer, yeah. and she just, I don't know, man. She just has like a lot of good. She had a good, and she, she too was like used it as an opportunity to like. She was like, oh yeah, she's like, this is like my ex girlfriend. I know exactly who this is, mm-hmm. you know. And then she like used it as her own opportunity to like process her own, you know toxic relationship histories or whatnot so that's pretty cool yeah i mean you guys definitely came together looked like a couple to me man yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah right look legit yeah. right yeah it wasn't too bad um kind of off topic did do you guys have a facebook group um or is it- we don't you know that's a good that's a good question uh, we've actually put off building a facebook group for a while um simply because we're like we're like pushing a couple channels, yeah. you know, really hard and keeping up our own content on a group on top of the rest of the content we do would be like a little bit of a struggle. So, yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Just, like, for instance, right now I, I went over and I meant to like drop a couple questions in there for fans or whatever, because eventually for the podcast, you know, especially after uh, talking with Audic Empire and all that, I would like to yeah. at least try to go live with it or if not fully live then at least have a chat room or something and i found that um when i'm talking to bands a lot of times like their groups are their perfect like uh ecosystem for the band you know what i mean it's a little more interactive uh, like for the fans themselves rather than the band having to do anything and at this point in the podcast the phone call dropped for a second I got you now. Yeah, we're talking about Facebook groups. Yeah, I mean, it might be more interesting possibly to people who are actually in bands. I don't know, but I have noticed at least running this podcast and just being friends with other bands, like, I don't know how much work you have to do on your own end as the band. I personally don't have one for my band. Uh, I don't really think we're big enough for that, but like, um, of the bands who are kind of in the area of like a thousand fans or more. It's kind of interesting because, like, all everybody talks to each other, uh, generally speaking. You know, right. Kind of going back to that, you know, reggae community of people. And sometimes it's like the band doesn't have to do anything to support it. It sort of just, like, grows on its own, you know. Yeah, I've seen that, too. I mean, I'm actually, I'm, 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 I'm fairly active in a couple of band groups on Facebook, too. And, yeah. you know, you bring up a good point. It is, and it is a good opportunity to build, like, community. And especially at a time when, like, you know, we're able to, like, connect with people regardless of their location. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's 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 the coolest thing, because, I mean, like, it's one thing to go to, like, you know, to a, a, a show in your hometown where you're like, you know, surrounded by people and then realize, oh, all these people in my hometown like this band. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's another thing to like connect with people across the country. They're yeah. like jamming the same thing. Yeah, it gets really kind of cool. funny because eventually people start posting like baby pics and it becomes like its own 
sub genre <laughs> of Facebook all like all over again. Right, it but, does too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you got the admin key, so you can always be like, hey, we don't need to talk about you know politics or aliens in here right now. Like that's. Let's, right. let's talk about it's funny you should mention politics yeah. politics and aliens in the same breath because you know well, i mean i've been in some groups <laughs> where, where where the discussion ends up being politicians are lizard aliens oh, yeah. and i mean and then the whole thing that, that's a classic <laughs> but, you know yeah. eventually it's people they're probably going to get after each other and devolve into some nasty but true. you know other than that true. I, I think it's uh it's usually a pretty productive space for bands I think so too. I think it is, man. You know, and I feel like I feel like social media uh, as a whole has been like what's brought some subgenres to yeah. where they are today. For sure. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, that's that's an understatement. I mean, obviously, like SoundCloud did to 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 rap what it did today. You know, because it was able to change the sound and whatnot. But even like reggae rock, man, like. There's no Rolling Stone magazine, MTV, you know, there's no, not you know, 89.7, your reggae rock station. And, what you know, that's not going on anywhere. Like, yeah. this music, you know, evolved because of social media, you know? That's why it exists. Yeah, actually, if you got a minute, I think you could probably approve a post that I just tried to put on your page about asking you questions. And we could see if we get any, okay. get any hits on it just for fan questions. Um, you never know. Let me see. You may not see it. I I just tried to put a basic post up there. Um, I see it. I don't think people can just randomly post stuff on your. Oh, I see it now. Is it on the page? It's on the page now. So. Okay. Cool. So. Yeah, you never know. I mean, the Facebook pages. See, Facebook's really pushing the groups thing. Yeah. Big time. They really and they and they've limited the. Yeah, and they've limited the reach of pages like. You know, like we've got what, like six thousand something or other followers on Facebook, oh, yeah. and they give, they show you the, me- they show you the metrics, and like people don't, you know, see it's it. like we make a post, and it's like two hundred people have seen your post, yeah. and you're like, Un- what's up with the six thousand? Unfortunately, yeah. they uh, have basically under the radar. I feel like just banned banned pages, especially business Facebook yeah. pages. They want you to pay, so I mean. If you don't make your post yeah. an ad, whether it's five bucks or a hundred bucks, like they don't even show your own followers, which is like crazy. Well, and yeah, they don't. And the, and the irony is that it costs more to reach your own followers than it does to like promote your 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 stuff yeah. out to new people. And then on top of it, like, dude, if you have over five thousand followers and you want to reach them on one single post, you're gonna be you're you're gonna have to put up like five hundred dollars or something ridiculous like that like the numbers are really really staggering and it wasn't always like that you know like we don't promote all our posts but if we put out like a new video or something like that we want everybody to be able to see it we'll do that and like it wasn't always that way yeah so i don't know it's just obviously social media is changing all the time and they always want you to try the the latest and greatest thing that they're pushing uh if, right. if you want to get the most exposure and that that goes yeah. for all platforms too i mean i pretty much just operate sure. on a few of them but you know the newest yeah. one seems like it always gets the most attention whatever it is yeah absolutely so. yeah yeah for a while their tiktok was doing really good for artists yeah. you know and then uh, you know that's gonna go the way of 
everything else. Yeah, probably. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know let's just let's just get back to playing live shows exactly. man like i'm ready for that oh my gosh yeah the, you know i feel like I, I feel like i feel like i'm gonna be uh like a kid again when you know when you was like a young teen or whenever you start yeah. going to shows and that was for me as my my early teen and just dude the just being there and like yeah. the live sound and the, the energy and feeling the bass hitting you in the chest and it was just an overwhelming experience and i'm looking forward to that oh. I mean, i'll be like uh I'll be like, I've been on, on probation and I just got off and now I can smoke weed again. Yeah, and no, I got like, hell Exactly. High. I was going to say, for like <laughs> rock stars and, you know, everybody else, it's going to be yeah. like back to day one when we didn't have to do drugs or anything before when we were right, all yeah. just purely excited to play. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nobody, man. Oh, gosh, nobody even yeah. got bored enough to get fucked up, you know? So. Right, yeah, I, and you know, I think I think it's gonna come back gradually, and that would only make sense. But it'd almost be cooler if, like, if like one day they're like, "Hey, concerts again," yeah. and we have like a hundred of them going on, and there's like people going wild in the streets, and yeah. you know, I mean, you know, I hope so, I man. It's, it's gonna be euphoric. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, have, absolutely. Have you guys been uh, trying anything out, like? social distance shows or like sort of small outdoor no we've actually we've actually been we've been doing everything like in you know or just anything we can do in-house there's been like san antonio and the like the like inner city community especially like the latino community that we come from there it's been like decimated by covid and so it's like for us it's like oh shoot well we'd love to go out and start promoting shows but like we got like a grip of friends who are mourning and we feel kind of like, uh, you know, maybe we need to sit, sit back just a little bit, yeah. which I mean, that's kind of like a dark thing to talk about, but like, and that's, it's in no way is that like a, like a, a like a stab at anybody's out there. I have to do your social distance shows, yeah. man. And if you, you know, do that kind of thing, it's just a personal thing that we've had to do. But yeah. at the same time too, we've got like, we're working out a pretty, like, uh, pretty well orchestrated let's say that live show yeah. that we've been like developing so we can't you wait to get back out again and do arena that ready a lot of time we get back out there no we are going to be so <laughs> dude that's the word for it man i'm not trying to spoil the surprise but yeah we've got yeah man we got a we got a whole thing you know and we you know i don't know how you guys do but like we've always you know tried to orchestrate at least parts of our set yeah you know like have songs that tie into each other do like you know, we've always been known to do like an intro and like, a, you know, like an interlude and this kind of stuff. And so I always like those moments. There was like there was a guy I used to play with when I was younger and he was like, you know, you have to do these certain stage moments like you have to have an acoustic moment. <laughs> and then and then and then at the end of the set, everybody has to walk off and wait for the on. And, and we would practice. We were kids and it was like this older musician that we used to play with. Yeah. And in practice, he would have us all walk out of the the um, the room, the rehearsal room. It's like, okay, now it's an encore, everybody back in. So we were just like, so we were like keyed in, you know, he's like, you don't stay there and unplug your guitar. You just boom, just cut out the door. You know, I don't want you picking up your gear. And so like, he would think about those kind of things. And I thought that was kind of cool, man. Like stagecraft, you know? So yeah, man, we're working on that. Yeah. I think eventually you sort of mold your, your style into having a little of both because if you get too rigid, then you can't improv. So 
you know. Absolutely. And and the crowd and the crowd can feel it yeah. too. And especially the people that come to more than one show and they're like, "Wait, yeah. that was note for note <laughs> everything you did last time." Or, you know? Yeah, like singers yeah. who say the same story. I mean, that's cool because if it is a new audience, <laughs> yeah. but if you tell it literally the same right. time, same way, same time, almost like a speech, then it's like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. Oh, man, that's the worst when it's the, and it's the same joke every yeah. time and the drummer's ready to go and yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to make It's funny too because like we we we've toured with a couple of bands and like when you're on tour you like you know you have like a set thing that yeah. you do and then and then and then you really figure out which bands are like doing that thing note for note because yeah. you're like oh yeah this is the part in the set where they do that thing that looks like it's supposed to be an accident mm-hmm. and it's totally just part of the stage show yeah yeah I mean you also got to make the rest of the guys in the band laugh too so because if, yeah. if they're not having <laughs> That's fun true. you know it's gonna be a tough night so. Yeah, have you guys done any social distance shows or anything like that out there? Yeah. Like, how's it? What's up in Maryland for shows? Uh, a little bit. Like, they're starting to come back. Um, during the summer, it was a little easier because I mean, you could just kind of play to people in a field and lawn chairs and right. You know, yeah. People wear masks, and I mean, I didn't really notice anyone having problems. But I mean, um, that's good. Now they're starting to do indoor shows again kind of like yeah like on a like you can get a table in the room so obviously not gonna okay. stack yeah I see stack that. people you know neck and neck uh together but you could you know potentially get a group of friends and you so you get a table in the room and then they try to do them that way right but that that's yeah. still pretty far in between i think everyone's kind of thinking we'll see how the summer goes like yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it all come back because I mean that being stacked in together like sardines is like part yeah. of the experience, and it makes the energy like when you're all yeah. like, you know, squeezing together and sweating on each other. I mean, it doesn't sound pleasant, but it's only yeah. those experiences, you know. It, but, it made me laugh because you know, I was in the airport uh, the other day, and you know they're all they're, yeah, they're like stay distant, you know, no one get close to each other, obviously. But then as soon as it's time to board the plane, it's like, all right, everybody pack in as tightly as possible. <laughs> Just like right? you always yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. It's Every like, inch counts, man. Yeah. We're selling, we're selling square, square feet, not, not tickets. Exactly. Man. So yeah. I just thought that was absolutely funny. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's the times. Yeah. So it uh, is, you know who I feel for, man, there was this movement that started about five, 10 years ago of this, like, like dystopian like like mixed with like like uh like e like uh like korean and japanese culture kind of movement mm-hmm. and they was wearing like face masks as as a fashion yeah. point and like that's like made them cool and different than everybody else yeah. like i feel for those guys man like <laughs> like what do you do now man like everybody got a bond man yeah. because I mean, it kind of looked cool when they did it, you know, but now when grandma like rocking like a black face mask, bro, like your scene, yeah. your scene's overdone, man. You know, you can't, and you know, they're not going to be able to do that thing for like years to come. They're going to be like, oh, hey, dude, hey, the, the, the quarantine is over. You can take that off, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You're going to have to find a, <laughs> find a new way to set yourself apart for better or worse. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> Got to adapt. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah how, how's the weather down there, man, in uh, Houston? Yeah, man, it's it's warm, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's warm compared to what you guys are dealing with, you know. 
I got a hoodie on, and that might even be too much for today. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> yeah, cool. we got. I got. I got a lot of friends. Oh, not friends. I got a lot of neighbors down here, or a few that like this is where they come to get away from like yeah. like New England exactly. and thing like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're here in the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went down to the Panhandle. What's it like there, man? You being you being covered up in snow? Oh uh, no, man! It's uh, been a little bit here and there. I mean, I, I just yeah. went down to the the Panhandle not too long ago to just kind of get out of the cold. Okay, but that's nice. Um, you know, it's back to being cold again, thirty degrees. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like I watch we we you know we talked last time about going to like Ocean City and yeah. doing doing shows and things like that out there, and so of course like we follow these like venues out there that are on the beach, and they're like you know nothing going on here and it's like blizzards on the beach yeah. and it's like wow I mean you know like we when you're out there it's like sun fun in the sun you might as well be in Florida or, yeah. or you know on the California coast you yeah know? in the summer it's nice yeah. But. Yeah, it's real nice, man. We love it up there in the summer. We hope to get back. I mean, my drummer, he's like obsessed with 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 Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> he's like, "When are we going back to Ocean City, <laughs> man? When are we going back?" Yeah, I'm like, dude, man, you know, hopefully soon. He's, uh, dude, he's working you on know? his pick. I mean, pick up lines already. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, dude, you know exactly why you're obsessed with Ocean City. He's yeah, ready. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. And, you know, and hey, you know, man, shout out to them East Coast ladies because they got a whole, like, other kind of confidence. They have certain type of people. Yeah. And, I, yeah, they're, yeah, absolutely, well, man. Yeah, I love East Coast people in general. I, I think it's the you cold know, that makes like, you mean. So. Makes, they're, they're a little snappy, yeah. man, you know, and direct. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You like, you yeah, don't have it's time. Not, it's just we're going to go li- right straight to the point. Literally cold and angry. <laughs> So we just got to get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, maybe in the future I'll try to get this a little more interactive um, with with the fans and stuff. Sure. And uh, if you do start a group, I feel like that would be a good way to do it, too. But um, Yeah. And we could, do, we could do a live next time, too, yeah. even, you know, set it up like that, you know. And, uh, you know. But, uh no, I mean, I appreciate you hitting me up and being the, uh, being like a alumni, sort of, as I call it, like, uh, you know, a second round guest or a reoccurring guest. Yeah, so. man, you know, it was, yeah, I really liked our conversation last time and, you know, it's, it's like, you know, we was about to put this thing out and it just seemed like, I, you know what, it was that, it was that the punk rock remix yeah. that we did i was like yo brett's gonna feel this one. i don't know why <laughs> yeah. i just felt like i was like i was like i just know he's gonna feel it so i gotta reach out to him and yeah you know we're gonna talk about and this you know yeah i mean uh, the numbers on the podcast are at least on an upward trend so i'm gonna try to yeah no you're doing good and, and you know people 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 are tuning in i've been listening to some of the some of the stuff ever since like you know i checked i checked you out like obviously before we came on and whatnot but yeah you see me out there like still supporting i still everything you do yeah i know i appreciate it i'm still very much like learning and trying to make it a little bit more fun or more interactive for people so i feel like down the road you know be a good way to get everybody's you know everybody's bands on here from uh, areas like your like Houston or like Texas, you know, and uh, sure, man. Well, hope, hopefully, hopefully down the road we can get out there and we'll do a we'll do a live from Motion City. Oh, that'd be sick. And we'll just we'll, 
Right? Yeah. We'll just snag people on the boardwalk and yeah. be like, yo, so, uh, you know, we can do that thing. Yeah, man. That'd be great. I yeah. cannot wait. <laughs> that, right, uh, bro? You and me both. Let's okay. do it. We're going to do it for sure. Yeah. Um, is there anything that we didn't really touch on about the new stuff that other than, you know, obviously go find it, go listen to it, buy it if you can, support the band, buy a t-shirt. Right. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right, with t-shirts, we got we got a new uh, a new clothing line coming out next month yeah. uh, or, or beginning of March. So that should be cool. You know, we did a we had a EP come out called uh, um, New World Criminals. Yeah. And that name, like, and we got some Soul Tribe merch coming up too, but that name, like, really stuck with some people. And we printed up some, like, hats and T-shirts that said that and went on tour. And we, like, sold out of them right away. And people have been asking us forever, you know, where can I get my New World Criminal, yeah. you know, T-shirt? Because they want to go out and let everybody know that they, they fight in Illuminati yeah. or whatever that's supposed to mean, you know? So, like, yeah. we've, like, we've actually partnered up with a, a, a T-shirt company in San Antonio. And we're going to be doing... Uh, a new old criminal clothing line here coming out in the next 30, 45 days, something like that. Hell yeah. So it should be good. Yeah, man. Dude, it, yeah. it's smart. I mean, there's a couple bands that are kind of out there under the radar putting out merch or like an apparel line, but it's not their mm-hmm. band. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's kind of sneaky, yeah. sneaky marketing in a way. It is a sneaky marketing thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you might you might see your shirt might say "New World Criminal," but yeah. you might get a little Soul Tribe tag there exactly. on, the, on the inside <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if one day like yeah. the clothing line hits it big, and then next thing you know, everybody's uh. All right, er- though. Everybody's streaming. You know. Streaming the music. So. It could happen. You know what? There, I think there's, I think there's enough people out there wearing uh, Sublime and Wu Tang shirts that don't listen to them. True. Just because that look, that look, it looks so cool, yeah. you know. Why, why couldn't it work like that for other bands, you know? I mean, well, I hope people are gonna listen to other bands. They, yeah. You know, if you're gonna wear the T-shirt, you should at least be able to name one song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my, I've, 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 a, I've a teenage daughter, and she likes to wear band T-shirts. And the rule in my house is you gotta name yeah. <laughs> like one, at least one song. And she's like, she had a, like a Guns N' Roses shirt, and she's just trying to get out the door. And I'm like, you gotta name a song. She's like. Sweet child of mine, welcome to the jungle. Let me go. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's my girl. You go ahead. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you got to raise them right, you know. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to uh, to expedite the process here and get this thing out, so that way it'll be out with the uh, the new shit. Yeah, man, that'd be great. Yeah, it's coming out. To, it's coming out January 29th. By the time that's come out, you'll be able to find our video. And we're doing like a new thing. Last time we put just put we put our videos out on YouTube only, but we're just dropping it on all platforms yeah. now. So, Facebook, IGTV, YouTube, Twitter won't let you put up videos unless you pay them a lot of money. Mm. Not three minutes. Yeah. It has to be less than three minutes. But whatever, you know, you can you're gonna find our stuff out there, and uh, you know. Let some people know, man. And yeah, we uh, we're gonna be supporting that part-time rock star. So if you uh, did you uh, if you see that part, I'm pretty sure I sent you some part-time rock star posting up. I'm pretty sure I sent you some bumper get... stickers. I don't know if you got them. You did, man. Okay, yeah, I got. Cool. I put you. You're on my uh, uh, my uh, effects case. 
Awesome. So you're going to be traveling around for sure, man. Yeah, um, 100%. Man, I got you on there right away. Slapped it. Yeah, I got to work on a, a yeah. merch line of my own. I think I got, I'll get some t-shirts or some beer koozies coming one of these days. So I think you should do that. I think um, the t-shirts, man, you know, bro, like yeah. that's that. The name is great. You know, I think people will wear it just to represent the name. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You a part-time rock star? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. You want an autograph? All yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then all I need is like you know one hot Instagram model to uh, wear it, and boom, blow Ooh, up. That's it, man. And yeah. then yeah, and then you retire. Then you retire young yes. to Florida, never be cold again. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually leave already. It's too cold. I might actually head down to Austin or Texas or something. Like, <laughs> you got. Oh, that'd be you great, guys man. Get down there. I'm a, I will try to see one of you guys' shows down there next time. Yeah, bro. You you, you ever down in Texas, man? Yeah, you let us know. Even if we ain't got a show going on, bro, like, if you like like barbecue, my my drummer will show (laughs) you Texas barbecue. Yeah. I always travel with my backpack guitar, so I'm always ready. That's what's Uh, up, man. Yeah, man. We'll, We'll jam and brew it up. It'll be good. Sweet. Well, it's good talking to you, and uh, we can definitely make this, you know, a regular thing. Whenever you got new stuff dropping, yeah, let's so, do it again. Um, yeah, I'm all about it, man. Like and, I said, I'm gonna keep you know, trying to improve the quality and keep trying to get it out there, and you know, it's uh, one more way people can uh, get to know you, get to listen to you. So, yo, absolutely, man, and so much, so much love to Maryland, you know, all the East Coast people out there, and yeah. you know, well, yeah. We'll come back see you again real soon. As always, appreciate it. So, I'm gonna Thank drop you, a couple flyers, get this edited, and look out for it in the next couple days. I would say. Sounds great, man. We'll talk again real soon. All right, dude. See you. Bye, bro. Easy. So yeah, big thanks to Anthony for coming on the show again for the second time and calling in um i think it was a fun interview thanks to you guys for listening the song you're hearing in the background is called more than a lifetime and uh like we talked about there's a bunch of different remixes of it hopefully one maybe uh, works for the playlist or something like that but uh yeah just thanks for supporting local music and uh shout out to rob there had to tell his uh, nepalese buddhist flag story so uh yeah i'll uh see you guys again on uh, monday have a good weekend by my side, but dubbing you and leaving is the price that we pay. Nothing lasts forever, but this never goes away. I say it's never going back, there's just too much I know. But it still take more than a lifetime to let you go.
anywhere To you it's a game, it's a shame, it's the best we'll ever know But still take more than a lifetime to let you go You think this song's about you Oh, now I know 